0: Keeping faith in uncertain times. If you've been feeling uncertain lately, you aren't alone. A nephew was visiting his uncle. And this uncle had a reputation for being a self-educated man. Who despite a very busy and prosperous career in business, had literally read thousands of books. And one day the nephew said, Uncle Irv you manage to read all of those books and the uncle smiled and said well it really was very simple you see i always kept a book open on my desk and i always read from it whenever anyone on the telephone told me please just a moment please just a moment just a moment please That's sort of been what a lot of us have been saying to ourselves or to others over these last few weeks. It's been the collective cry of humanity. Just a moment, please. Just a moment to try to take it all in. Just a moment to try to cope. Just a moment to try to keep it together. And of course, the problem now is that these moments have multiplied into a month and more. In today's letter... First letter of Peter, the fisherman turned apostle, shares how his listeners have some things to be thankful for, to give thanks for. He says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. He has given us a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. But Peter also acknowledges that his listeners may have some things to grieve. You have had to suffer various trials. At its heart, Christianity is actually very realistic about suffering. Our Savior died on a cross. Christianity is also very hopeful about life. Our Savior was raised from the tomb. And for 2,000 years, ordinary women and men Boys and girls have turned toward the living hope found in God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And these trials that people have experienced while turning in hope have included every known trial known to humankind. These trials that Christians have experienced for 2,000 years have included disease and depression, war and worry, torture and tornadoes, and yes, even pandemics. This is not the first time the Easter people of Jesus Christ have been in a situation like this. Now, maybe the first time you and I have been in a situation like this. But our spiritual ancestors, the great saints and the ordinary faithful, have been here before. In fact, even our own spiritual ancestors at St. John's. St. John's is 175 years old. And so our spiritual ancestors at St. John's went through the 1918 influenza pandemic and the yellow fever scare that happened the summer right before. And so in their own uncertain times, our spiritual ancestors engaged in the work of balancing grief and gratitude. Grief and gratitude. Grief is complex. People grieve differently, but a healthy, natural part of being a human being and being a disciple of Jesus Christ is giving yourself permission to grieve. Now, I'm going to give you a true or false statement. You tell me it's true by giving a thumbs up, because I can see many of you, or giving a thumbs down if you think it's false. But here's the statement. Grieving only happens when someone dies. Grieving only happens when someone dies. Yeah, that's false. That's false. Obviously, grieving does happen when someone dies. But grieving can happen in the face of all sorts of losses. The loss of a job. The loss of a relationship. The loss of physical abilities. The loss of being able to go to school. The loss of being able to go out and about as you please, when you please. The loss of a familiar routine. The loss of being able to gather for the Eucharist, for communion. Acknowledge your losses during this time. You can do that on your own. You can do that with others. You could just sit down and write them down. That might be helpful for you. You could share them with a friend. But put your losses, put your griefs on the red table of your conscious awareness. Now, they need not remain on the red table of your conscious awareness all the time, but for a moment or two, acknowledge them and then lift them up to God. So, for example, you could say, I really miss, I really grieve the loss of seeing my friends in person. God, sustain my friend, sustain me until we can be together again. What else can you do? You can cry. You can just have a water flood of tears across your face if that feels right. Maybe you feel angry or frustrated. Well, express that anger, express that frustration to God in prayer. It's okay. And it's much better if you would express that to God than with others. And now we will turn to a joke. A very short joke. A joke that's a one-liner that was made famous by Rodney Dangerfield. Anyone familiar with Rodney Dangerfield? Okay, some of you will like him, some of you don't. But here's, here's the joke. Once for my birthday... Well, first of all, wait, let me start over again. I can't do his whole nervous ticking, but I'll I'll start over again. So I had a rough childhood. Once for my birthday, my old man gave me a bat. The first day I played with it, it flew away. Hey, it's Rodney Dangerfield's joke, not mine. And I know that Kim Miller and those of you who love bats will particularly enjoy... That joke. I see a few hands waving. But don't fly away yet, please. I'm going to stop telling jokes. So here's a question. Should you acknowledge your losses? Yes, you should acknowledge your losses. But if you can, and sometimes you can't, sometimes you can't, but if you can, do not live with your face flat on the red table of your griefs. Don't have your face down there all the time. Our spiritual ancestors, even in the worst of circumstances, took time consciously to put their thanksgivings on their green tables of gratitude. Red tables of grief, green tables of gratitude. Dr. Brene Brown, how many of you have heard of her? Dr. Brene Brown, I see several hands going up. Popular author, and researcher on gratitude well she tells us this quote when we numb hard feelings we numb joy we numb gratitude we numb happiness end of quote in other words check it out think about it this way gratitude without grief becomes platitude but gratitude with grief becomes fortitude. Do you catch that? I'm going to rewind, so. Blah, 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 blah. Gratitude without grief becomes platitude. But gratitude with grief becomes fortitude. So, yes, practice gratitude, give thanks. Offer that up in prayer. You could do that at the main meal of your day. You could do that on the phone with a friend. You could write down your gratitudes. But acknowledge them and then lift them up to God in prayer. So example, I'm thankful that I'm healthy. God help sustain my health. And this is really a practice that all of you could do during this time. You could do it in your own individual prayers. Lift up your griefs. Lift up your gratitudes. This is something you could do with people you're living at home with. You could go around in a circle. You could do this over a Zoom meeting with your family. But acknowledge those red griefs. Acknowledge those green gratitudes. And then lift them up to God in prayer. And you could end that with the Lord's Prayer. Uh, Do you think you could manage to do that at some point? you think that's in the realm of your possibility? I see some heads going up and down. In 1636, in 1636, amid the darkness that was the Thirty Years' War in Europe, a pastor by the name of Martin Reinhardt buried five thousand of his parishioners in one year. Five thousand. That's an average of 15 a day. And amid all of that, his country, his parish, his city was devastated by war, death, and economic disaster. And amid that time of horror, with the cries of fear right outside his window, he sat down and wrote this table grace for his children. Now thank we all our God, with heart and hands and voices, who wondrous things has done, in whom his world rejoices, who from our mother's arms hath led us on our way, with countless gifts of love, and still is ours today. With, pa- with Pastor Reinkart and all of our spiritual ancestors in the faith, let us turn to the living hope that God has given us through Christ, acknowledging our red griefs and lifting up our green gratitudes. And then in turn, receiving from God strength and endurance for this moment and all the trying moments to come. Amen.